Okay. Wow, it feels good to be back. It feels little, so good to be back. It feels electric. This is how it feels right now. It's we, a, it's a little. We're a little late, but we're back. I mean, there's never a doubt in my mind. Um, you know, this is good preparation for school coming back. You know, getting a little late work in. You know, doing a little finagle, a little maneuver. A little, yeah, a little pushback, pushback, procrastinate. A little, little procrastination action. But hey, we're all good. We're coming back. How do I normally start the pods? Tell me. Oh, I got it. Welcome right. back. Nope. Nope. And what's up, y'all? It's your co-host, Aaron Bach, back out again yet with yet another episode of the in and out podcast. I'm stumbling. I'm all over the place. This is going to be our first segment episode. Did we drop on last week? I don't know. We're lost. Feels, we are lost. Awesome. I think maybe we did a short one. I think so too. I think what we did last week, don't quote me on this, was we did a segment episode slash Nashville. Was that uh, last week? We don't even know. It's the summer and we don't even know what week it is, what day it is, what's going on. Okay. So, no, last week we did fielders or position players. Okay. So yeah. we talked a little bit. We had a short pod. That was the one where pod was kind of marinating for the weekend. We pr- we pushed it we off. We pushed it off also to like Tuesday, I think. But we're kind of getting back in our rhythm. We've been crazy busy with tournaments. We were in Nashville. We dropped a good interview with Coach Patel on Friday. Um, we, did we drop it? Yeah, we did drop it. We did drop it. This is episode it. 13. Um a lot's going on. I feel like it's time is just going like this lately. Yeah. The school year just It's almost to- August and I just, it's just, it's killing me. It's killing me. Right? Um, what we got today. Uh, so, we are still kind of unsure, but just as a breakdown, we're going to kind of break down what we have been up to for the last week, week and a little bit. Uh, then we're going to do a little big time because Baseball, Major League Baseball is back. We are so, back, baby. Braves baseball, MLB baseball, we're back. Okay, so we're going to just talk about like everything we've been seeing in MLB. Um, we're going to do a little trust the process. I don't really know what we're going to talk about there. Uh, and then some product reviews and kind of just wing the episode and see where it goes as we usually do. And well, to be to be fair, I think our better episodes are when our minds are kind of just on the treadmill. Like yeah, I agree. I agree. I think we're we're getting better at like just kind of like oh, we're just having a conversation now, and let's do it. And normally, you know, like if we were like driving to Lake Point or just like hitting or something, we'd have a lot of things to talk about. Like oh, oh, this happened. Yeah, but we haven't been, we haven't been able to see each other as much right. last few days. So. so you, we're at Next Level Academy. Next Doyle's Level Academy. Mi- Mini Academy. Doyle's Next Level Mini Academy. For the uh, people who don't know, can you like tell us about what academy is normally every year? Okay. So, so this year, because of COVID, because of everything going on, we had a shortened one. It's usually a week long. So what you do, it's a full-on training day. Seven a.m. to uh, I guess about three p.m. It's uh, Mount Perrin North Church. We use their baseball field. They, oh, they, that, that's where. 
Uh, you froze, but yeah, that's where we, that's where we play. Um, and usually you get up, this is like the schedule for the day. It was a shortened week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but you get up, you get there by 7 a.m., 7 a.m., you go on like a mile and a half run to start your day, get you going, uh, around the whole church and parking lot and everything. And after that, you stretch out a little bit. You do speed and agility. Um, last year, and usually it's with a professional trainer who comes and does it with us and like destroys us, yeah. like destroys us. This yeah. year, th- yeah, this year was a little easier. It was just kind of like we did Don't speed. Hurt that. Don't tell Kirk that. No, no, they knew because of COVID, because it been, being a mini academy, they were making it a little easier because they didn't hire the professional trainer to come. Okay. Uh, so we did, we do speed and agility across the field or up the hills. We do that for another like 20 minutes. We'll do a little strength to end out either core or push ups or something like that. It is um, hot. Like and nine. well, not at this time. At this time, it is seven a.m. So we probably finish that around seven forty-five, eight o'clock. We finish. We have breakfast. We have a little uh, chapel where you, we. You well, I eat before I come. I eat a uh, like half a waffle because I can't get the whole thing down in the morning. But I eat something because I can't eat anything more substantial than that or I would throw up on the run because I almost threw up on the run yesterday. Yesterday, we were on the run and we're going up the hill and it's like the last stretch. You get up the hill, you go around the small little parking lot on top and you're done. But up the hill, on the whole run, we had to hold the bats above our head the whole time. Like today, the whole run? The whole run. It was yesterday. And going up the hill, I just, I, I was dry heaving. It was tough. Tough stuff. Your arms just start hurting. Yeah, your arms just start killing and you start dropping and they're yelling at you on there. You run behind the truck. They're in the, the coaches are in the truck. They're oh. watching you run behind them and they're yeah. like, don't drop the bat. Don't drop the bat. And they're like, push, push, come on. And like yeah. Like yeah. And, uh, so that's how you start your day, nice and early. And then we have breakfast. We have a little chapel. We talk about God. Great stuff. Um, then we probably finish that around 8.30, 8.45. We get on field. We stretch. We either... How many people? How many people? This year was small. And sadly, it was not a lot of the older kids came because it was only a mini academy. So it was like 20. And it ranged from, uh, I would say like probably eight year olds to 18. And do you split up their stations? So usually it's like stations, like one is fielding station, infield, one is outfield, one is throwing. Um, and you work on different things, just fundamentals of the game proper fielding position you work on using your lower half when you're throwing you work on just drop steps everything every little 
like fundamental stuff. You work on it. Um, then we get some breaks. We get to lunch. We have lunch. And then after lunch, around 11, 15, 11 30, after that, we start to hit. And we go through a lot of the time we work through to start, we work through what's called the hitting prep. So before, exactly. before we hit, we work basically like dry, not dry swings completely, but you're, you're like, they'll yell stance and you get in your stance and they'll yell like, go to contact point and you make sure everything is right from your hips to your legs to how you're at contact and it's like finish and you make sure your hands are fully yeah. turned and this and that and all the things for your finish are correct and so we go through all those fundamentals before we get in the cage before we hit um so yeah and it's just uh i guess like six to seven hours of work good quality work rep fundamentals you go over that has really been fun over the last three days and I don't know. It was a really good time. It was a really good time. Yeah. That's great. Um, what have you been up to these last few days? So uh had a little tournament this past weekend. Oh played yeah. Played with you guys on Thursday. I played one more game with you guys on Sunday, but then my team in a tournament started off went a little little two and out Friday. Um first game Friday I was one for three with a triple and a walk. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm like six two speed. Um in the second game I was two for two or three for three, because perfect game said I got another hit. Two for two with two walks. Um but then on Saturday what why are you shaking your head? I don't know. It just you would have a three for three when you went two for two on near perfect you just would. I don't know why. You just would. It's alright. Don't worry. Don't worry. Hate to okay. see it. I maybe got another hit and I don't remember that guy. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. I wonder if they counted the last hit in the in the first game as when I hit the second game. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So very viable stuff. Anyways, but it does make up for something because there was like Okay, no one cares about your batting average. Keep going. Okay. Anyways, we on Saturday we had a hard fought game. It was, um, is this, very close. this is still pool play, right? Yeah, it was very close. This was to make bracket because most of us were two and out. Mm. It uh, started a game with a hit by pitch. Let's see if you can see this guy. Nope, we can't see it. There's no bruise. There's nothing. Huge bruise. You got hit by 65. Okay, no one cares. Uh, right here. It was like 80. It was like 80. 60 you know? poo. It was like 83. 60 poo. It was like 83. No one cares. Anyway. Okay. Anyways, started game with hit by pitch, second at bat, had a little two RBI knock up the middle. Um, yeah, I was really hitting the ball well this weekend on Saturday. I, um, I mean, on Sunday, I was two for two with a walk. Um, oh, you froze. What happened? I had that weekend. Oh, oh, frozen? Yeah. I don't know. You're like, your video's behind your audio. Okay, there we, there, we're kind of back, kind of back. There we go. There we go. You keep freezing. I don't know what happened to you. You just, your connection out of here. Just, okay. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. He's gone, but my team, we played PBR this weekend. 
Uh, Aaron played with us on Thursday and Sunday, like he said. Um, it is Wednesday right now, so I'm not going to lie to you guys. Don't really remember uh, how all the games went. I know we started off hot, 8-1, and one, our first game. Um, and we were, we were good going into the second game, but we didn't play well. He's gone. He's, Aaron's gone. Left the Zoom. Don't know where he went. But okay, our second game, we didn't play so hot, um, on Friday. We kind of let the game slip away from us. Uh, Saturday, we went to, our, I think we had a five o'clock. We were all there, three forty-five. There's a thunder. There's a lightning delay. We can't get ready for the game, and the game in front of us is delayed. Okay, uh, they get to start playing again. Another lightning delay. Thirty minutes. We can't play. Okay, now okay. It's been like fifteen minutes. The lightning keeps going. Keeps getting delayed. Keeps getting delayed. It's starting to rain now, and eventually. After like an hour and a half, maybe two hours, uh, they called it. They called the game. They're like, we're going to reschedule everything for t- tomorrow. Um, the other next level team had to, they were playing during the lightning delay. They were in like the third inning. They had to start, uh, they had to resume their game at like 8 a.m. And, Guys, I don't know where AB went. I'm I'm gonna be real with you. I don't know where he he went. He's gone. Um. Okay. So my team, we had a nine thirty on Sunday. Oh, there he is. He there he is. There he is. He's back. And then we had uh. So we had our third pool play game on Sunday, and we just we we really played played poor that game and I, I guess we we just ran out of pitching we we had a tough last day um that was our last tournament too so it wasn't the thing we wanted to end on but uh we had a consolation we didn't end up playing it because we didn't have pitching um well I, I i took them through the pbr tournament we had over the weekend I, I, I didn't talk about, uh, my ABs at all, but I, I was, I got some, I got a walk. I barreled a few. I barreled one at the shortstop, barreled one to the third baseman. Um, what else? I got, I think I got a knock somewhere in there up the middle or something. I'm not sure, but I was, I was doing pretty well until Sunday. Uh, had two, two, I think two rough ABs, but yeah, um, just got to keep working and, uh, that was the end of the end of the season. So now we got some time till, I guess, if there are showcases, there, there will be, but there, I know there are some that are shut down schools that are having problems, but, uh, so yeah, we're kind of, Baseball's uh success. And the PBR had I think five ABs barreled up a few balls here and there. Thursday you were hitting great. Thursday you were piecing the ball. Um, 
pretty well. On Sunday, I had uh, my first at bat was kind of tough. The kids spun a good breaking ball. I mean, that's all it is. You know, sometimes you could be going up there feeling good. Um, but yeah, he, he just got me. At, at, in, in times, you'll be like, maybe not too confident. You strike out and like, yeah, like next time when you go up there, I have a better approach. But, you know, I think I had a decent approach and the kids spun a good breaking ball, which is going to happen when you see mm-hmm. some, when you see some, uh, you know, the but, pitcher. What did you do? Did you roll over or something? No, I struck out. Okay, so what happened the two pitches before that? What are you, what are you talking about? What do you mean? He, he he spun a good breaking ball on... He spun what? a good breaking ball and it like on, went down. On, on 0 and 2, though. No, it was like 1 2 or 2 okay, 2. Okay, 1 2. So you missed a fastball, that means. I think I'm, I missed a fastball. So, exactly. So you didn't lose the AB because you missed that good curveball. You lost the AB because you missed the fastball that was there for you to hit. I mean, sure, but, you know, sometimes it just... No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's like... I'm just saying. It's it's not... What you're looking to hit is that fastball that he gave you earlier in the count. Not that... I don't know where he went... Um, that fastball he gives you earlier in the count, that's what you should be looking to drive. You don't lose it once you're 0-2. At that point, you just got to foul okay. off of pitches. I didn't have a great AB. Second at bat, I just missed a barrel. I mean, I just missed a good piece. Um, barrel one got, got on top of it a little bit, hit it to the shortstop. What Over- I, one thing, one thing. You said... Uh, sometimes you go up there with confident, like you're confident and have an approach. That's just about that. That reminded me. One thing that I really like is what we talked about: the um hopeful hitter, her hopeful hitter versus the confident hitter. Yeah. Um, going up there hoping, like I hope I get a hit, versus like I'm gonna drive this pitch. Yeah. Like yeah. that's a big thing. You can't be perfect. You're going to bounce back between the hopeful hitter and the confident hitter. But you want to work hard so that you can be confident the majority of the time. Uh, once you get in the box, all your no, worries will... I feel, I feel like that's one thing you can control is that idea of like, are you going up there as a hopeful hitter or a confident hitter? You can't yeah, control think, You can't control well, what pitches or what happens. What, what, how, and you'll get better and better. You know, there have been times like before the game I wasn't feeling great. You step in there and you kind of just take a deep breath and you guys like, yeah, let's get it. Like, get yeah, it. exactly. Exactly. You know, it's baseball, long season. I played, this is my ninth tournament this weekend. This yeah. summer. Yeah. A lot. You know? So yeah. Oh my God, I'm so tired. You got to just be, uh, got to be kind of tunnel vision and work towards the finish line. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think we should probably get into some of the segments before I fall asleep. Yep. Um, yeah. So let's start. Let's start with uh, big time. We got yeah. some MLB baseball back. Baseball is back. Um, it's very weird not having the fans in the stands. I appreciate. Very it. weird. Um, to try to make a little bit more normal. Um, the race. The weirdest is when they hit a home run and you like look away and then you look back and it's like, oh. They hit a home run, and it's just nothing's happening. He's just rounding the bases in, like, almost silence. Yeah, like, when I'm thinking home run, I want, like, Jose Bautista, postseason bat flip, stuff flying all over from the crowd. I but, want to... But not even it. that. It's like, you know 
what happens from the game based on the reaction of the crowd. And there's, oh, yeah. there's if he no, hits a no doubt, it's like, what, like, if it's at a home Like, court. everybody, like, yells, and it's like, you hear that on the TV, and you're like, oh, something happened. And you, like... Because you could be looking... You could be looking down on your phone. You exactly. Hear wow, that's a bomb, right? Yeah. But, but now you just look, you like leave and you come back and there's nothing, you don't hear anything and you look up and it's like a, a walk-off Grand Slam. A blooper to uh, right field. Shout out Matt Olson. A blooper to right field is the same thing. Like, yeah. Sounds sick. Yeah, that's weird. Um, But enjoy... Still love the baseball. Still enjoying it. Enjoy it while it lasts. Won't be here for long. COVID and the Marlins, yeah, are, are they're they're taking. They're probably. I mean, I don't think. Okay, do you think they finish the season? Yes, I don't think so. I really don't think so because, like, within the first Marlins, the the MLB. Yes, I think so. Because within the first week, you had 14 people on a team get have an outbreak, you know? Right. Which is like already messing with the schedule. What happened? Marlins have been on the leaderboard in the MLB. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Um, so shout out to the Marlins making some headlines <laughs> once in a freaking while. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Marlins. Um, but yeah, you think about that. It's like, what if that happens again and again and four times? What? You have to be prepared for that. And realistically, I know, but it will change the schedules too much to where eventually they can't make up enough games. Realistically, the best situation would have been bubble them, but then that's just yeah. What? What? Okay, but the thing is, the idea I kept. Uh, hearing this like past week is like what they should have done is make three bubbles east central west bubble so you take you take because they're already playing within all like the east is only playing the east the central is only playing central the west is only playing the west so why not just bubble them all together i don't know i feel like that'd be weird just i think i think it would be so cool to just have them like in a bubble, and then you know who can go to the to the games is the other teams that are not playing at that time. That would be cool. That would be cool. That's what the NBA is doing. The players that are not playing are allowed to go watch the game. But there's no stand. I don't know. That's what I heard originally. I haven't. Well, I haven't watched. The only thing you can see on TV is like all the people sitting on Zoom in the background. That's yeah. I saw I saw that they did that for MLB too I think, uh, and it was just it was just a bunch of I think A's fans, and it's so funny. But oh, one thing that's interesting talking about the A's is we saw the runner on second rule extra innings starting to be implemented. So what did they do exactly? So I guess it's the the guy who got out last. Yeah, um, so, so it starts on second. Done in the situation, like the, oh, uh, I'm I'm not exactly sure, but I know. What, what I, I, I know. Well, I thought there was going to be more, like just bunt him to third, but I think most people have been swinging away. 
I know the A's hit like a a grand slam. Yeah, but with runners on second, with runners on second, I don't think I'd be trying to bunt them over. If you got no outs and you have MLB hitters, yeah, you can also, you can also just a hit. single. All right, say it's your say it's your eight or nine hole, right? It might not yeah. be your the kind of middle of the lineup guy. But it doesn't matter. You just need a single. You don't. You don't need anything special. You just need a guy to hit. Like you could also pinch hit one of your uh, dogs off the bench. You know. You know. There's I with me no outs. Where I think swing the bat. Yeah. And you, if you have one out, maybe start trying to be a tiny bit more situational. But I think in that situation, swing the bat, and maybe some good things will happen. What's interesting is. I heard someone talking about how it kind of takes the advantage away from the home team. And I think I agree because the away team is most likely going to score, right? So they're going to get something going. They're going to score one to one or two or three runs. And that's going to, that's going to immediately put pressure on the home team. I feel like now it's not like the home team. I don't know. It's like you're yeah, putting you're you're the one in, that's the score first, you know? You didn't even feel like it that we were the home team anymore. This was like maybe a month or two ago. The day we started right on second, one out, and they scored a few runs that we feel like, and the whole team just felt like crap. You know, yeah, on. exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. Because, okay, I think maybe runner on second, they hit a blooper, right? Normally in the inning, we'd have runner on first, but, and our spirit's like, all right, let's roll a double play here. But then just a runner on second went out, just starts in such a hard position. And yeah. most of these guys are think, like pick stealing. They're not, their only mission is to get back. You know, they're mm-hmm. not gonna, they're not gonna try to steal third. Yeah. Right? No, they're just, they're just making sure they don't get picked off and that they're going for if there's a base hit, you know, and they're not gonna get out. Um, and while we talk about the Braves, they've been looking good. Our guy Dansby's been swinging. He's been swinging real well. He's been real well. His swing, you know, compared to, um, I think I like, he's been light. I don't know if his, he's always leg kick like that, but it looks a tiny bit higher. Maybe mm, it helps. I, I didn't notice that. Or maybe that's just a camera angle thing, but the leg kick looks smooth. It's not really a leg kick. It's more just like a stride with his knee kind of coming up. But he, um, okay. I like he's sometimes um, and I like how his front foot it doesn't kind of close you know when I swing I like my front foot to go a little bit over my back foot it helps me with my bit I don't know just that helps me he's very open his swings uh, loose he's mm-hmm. swinging that well he's been catching barrels he's um, pretty short he's pretty short and like short too long through yeah, um, I he's made that really well I'll show you it's basically Say the T. Say this is the T, right? What What is this? The drill. I call it the dance drill. Can you, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So say that's the ball. I like to choke up on my bat, right? Stand away from it, get in a straight line, and just go here, um, swing, follow through, and take two or three steps towards that net. And what that does is, you know, I'm getting through the ball. I'm feeling... Because something in Danby swing is you see how he goes here, like his front foot kind of like he does this move a lot right here, bang. Yeah. And well, a lot of guys might be like here, just kind of hit these like kind of moon shot. He's very fundamental in the way he's kind of like here, right? And he's here, 
which I like that's helped me get it through. This, this makes a great podcast. They can't, they can't see anything. I just noticed they can't see anything that you're the difference in your swing right now. Post the video, we'll post the video on the Instagram. But what I'm kind of, what I'm showing is that I'm going to stand a couple feet. I make a diagonal line from me, the ball in the, in the right side net of the cage, choke up on my bat, swing through it, try to hit the ball an oppo line drive, and then I step through towards the net mm-hmm. on the right side. Yeah. Anyway, that's going to be in a good pad. You're short to the ball. You're extending through. And when you're kind of maybe emulating, you know, this is not something I'll do in games, obviously, or how to kind of replicate his swing in games. But if you're able to kind of emulate different aspects of the guys that you like, it's going to help your game. Because also, mm-hmm. if you visualize, you know, some of the things when I... if there's a few swings where I'm like, like, oh, my hands are going to feel like this guy. You know, just kind of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you an example. Or, or even in the field. But say I'm hitting and I was like, all right, maybe, in, you know, for me, okay. I think sometimes like, ooh, like little Kike Hernandez, a little bit of swag, a little bit of like chill vibes. I like how his hands are loose, how he rotates his hips, how he steps open. And when I kind of picture that swing, that will help me at the plate, right? Because you hold yourself immediately to a higher standard. When you're thinking about pro hitters, whether it's AAA guys, whoever you like, um, maybe even some college guys, you'll hold yourself to a higher standard and be like, all right, my swing is just like that today. So this um, 16-year-old who's throwing 78 can't beat me, right? So you hold, you hold yourself to a you have a quality swing, you have a pro swing in your head, and you feel great. And then again, you have to have an approach and see the ball. That helps me. And I won't think of that at the plate, just maybe in practice. Like, all right, let's get a little this kind of vibe in there. Hmm. Wow. We just that's, yeah, we did for a while. But that's interesting. I've never never really thought about things like that. Like, uh, I've always, like, maybe trying to trying to feel something that a player does well, like Barry Bonds drill, like trying to feel his yeah. bat, the, the, like down and through, like how he hits and things like that. But I've never really been like, okay, I'm going to swing like this guy today. That's right. interesting. Gonna, I want to read you something that makes a lot of sense to me. It was posted on Instagram by, I think the name is Applied Baseball Vision. Okay, and he posts, I send some of these to you. They're like mm-hmm. different kind of slide things. Like they have, it's like a slide where, uh, yeah, of quote, kind of. Yeah, a little quotes, little, just little blurbs. He yeah. said, So much of hitting is about feel versus real. I spent an hour yesterday on YouTube listening to big league hitters contradicting each other about their approach. Pujol says his focus is getting on top of the ball. Donaldson says, Ignore your coach if he tells you to get on top of the ball. Correa says he wants to level swing so he can achieve lift on the ball. And Griffey talks about how he just tried hitting line drive through the infielders to achieve backswing. Four different mindsets. That's, a, that, that's, just, that's what he says. Four different hit, different mindsets, four great hitters. And that shows you how thought process can be so different for some of the best guys. But if they're getting the feel that's going to help them perform in a game, that's all that matters. Because I could have a coach tells me what he told his son and what, you know, say he's like, oh, my son went D1. Uh, that's what I told him. Do that. 
you need to find what's best for you. And I started really work. I, that uh, this is what's been helping me lately in the cage. If I'm comfortable doing my things, obviously, um, exemplifying problem mechanics and whatnot. But I feel like in the past, I will listen to a video. Mike Trout says this. I'm going to go out to my cage yeah. and do it. Yeah. I, I do. I'm, like we, we say in next level, MVP, what does it stand for? Memorize, memorize, visualize, personalize. You have to, you have to learn it. You have to like see it basically. And then you have to do it in your way that you do it right. You know? Right. Completely. Um, quickly back to the MLB because we got to finish this up soon. We got uh, Joe Kelly throwing at the Astros yesterday. Yep. This last the, night. This was the first time really we've seen the kind of heater to the head. You know, we've seen a couple fastballs in. Rio throws it behind Bregman's head. Right, not in 97. <laughs> yeah. It's obvious, you know. And then, wait, what happened right after that? He struck out Correa, but did he so did Bregman, he Bregman walked. Bregman yeah. walked as a fourth ball. He walked Guriel on four pitches. Mm-hmm. And then no, Correa. Brantley, Brantley grounded out. Okay. And then Correa. Uh, and then Guriel walked on four pitches. So maybe it was running on second run. I might not be getting my facts right. Correa's up. He's not locating too well. Goes to his changeup, which could have been intentional because when you look at the previous at bats, he couldn't locate his fastball. I was like, maybe I can hit him with the changeup, but he throws eighty-seven behind him again, and um, oh, behind Correa, yeah, he and goes, then he struck him out on the curveball, right here, um, like behind his head. Okay, right? and then but, he struck him out on the curveball. It's all he threw. He just went to the balls. Where it just missed a piece down the line, I think, or maybe it was a foul ball, but it was a barrel. Anyways, Joe Kelly won the at bat. Gets off the mound. He struck him out. He struck him out. Starts kind of mocking him, and then he says something. John Boy does a great breakdown of this, and my favorite part of it was like Joe Kelly was like, "That's easy. That's way too easy." And then Cray is like, "Throw your fastball. You won't." He's like, "Oh, so I'm supposed to throw your fastball down the middle every single time." Wait, really? That's what I didn't, I didn't see the whole thing, but that's. And then you get back to the dugout, and Correa still. When Joe Kelly gets back to the dugout, he's still at the plate. Well, but that's when the bench is clear, no? And Correa's like, throw me a fastball. Like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Like, throw me a fastball every time? Um, the, and then the bench is cleared, no? Right then. then. It, it, it wasn't like a, they, nobody was really fighting at all, but mm-hmm. what happened. I also think there was no grudge behind it. See, like, I get it was the Dodgers, but Joe Kelly wasn't on the Dodgers. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I still think it was on purpose. It doesn't it matter was, who you it were. Was on, it was on purpose because of what happened. I just think, who, who is it? Who is, if, uh, if cursed out, I feel like it'd be worse or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, uh, uh. Oh, right, wrong, super long me on. Um, but, yeah, if it was Kershaw, it was it would be worse. But the thing is, it doesn't matter. Everybody hates them right now, you know. And they're gonna get that Bregman right after. Uh, maybe you know what? I'm gonna try to post a video today on on uh on our Instagram. Maybe repost it from somebody's account. Bregman, as soon as the basketball goes by, he like he like looks at his bench and yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's I don't pretty know. Good. That's pretty good. But they can't really fight back because then they would just accuse them of cheating. And I don't know. Uh, it's just such a weird situation. They're gonna yeah. get and because they're they're not supposed to be getting close because of Corona. I loved how when an umpire and a coach wants to argue to say it. Yeah, they had to put a, they had to put a mask on and stay six feet apart. That was so funny. Um, okay. um going back to the pitching, uh, the Rays through nineteen strikeouts. Tyler Glasnow looked just. Disgusting. Oh my god! Did you watch? He looked so like his curveball looked so nasty, and then yeah. he was throwing like he was pumping gas too. Yeah, like ninety-seven, ninety-eight, right? Yeah, something. Like who's their other guy? The kind of sidearmer who's got that really good slider, Sergio. Uh, the I guy who was the opener for a few years. I'm not sure, but I know Chaz Rowe has like a nasty slider. They have Blake Snell, who's nasty. Um, he didn't. He's a starter, though. He didn't. Start no, he he's a starter. I don't know. I don't know really the Rays that well. Um. Anyways, crazy stuff. Were you like watching the game live? Uh, which game? The I've been just watching, kind of like half paying attention to last few days of. Braves first Rays haven't been super, super fully focused. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. yeah, it's fun being back. A lot of cool stuff's going on. Hopefully, um, it'll stay back. Um, our guy, T. Bauer, was struggling a little bit with his camera. He didn't like zoom out until halfway through the video, but he posted a pretty sick opening day vlog. It was cool kind of seeing... Um, what he's doing on a day. He was pretty, he was pretty nasty the other day, wasn't he? He had like he 10 strikeouts, didn't he? He had 10 strikeouts. Something like that, I'm pretty sure. On opening day, he did a vlog. He just kind of took us through a day, which I thought was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. MLB has been fun to watch. I, I think we want to go into a product review. How, oh, how's your glove, uh, how's your glove shaping up? Oh, shaping up so nice. And quick hands. Little, quick hands. Look. What? Uh, we didn't get a pick for the gram, but you want to know something? Shout out, shout out, uh, guest of the pod, friend of the pod, Coach Patel. I'm going finger out now, and I like it. I really like oh. it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I'm going. Oh, you are a savior. Um, I, I it's just, it feels, it, it was weird at first, and he was like, trust me, do it for a day. And tell me how it like feels, and I was like, "This shows where you put your trust." Because I get the glove and I'm like, "Figure out," and you say, "No, man, what are you, a psychopath?" And he's like, "Yeah, I don't know for sure. Trust Patella, Coach Patella, for you any day." Well, well, well I mean, I was, see. In this instance, I was so right; it's not even funny. I just, um, yeah, it feels better. It feels better. So, yeah, I, I'm loving it. Um. But if we're doing a little product review, also, I've just got to say, I love the, what's it called? You know the batting gloves I have? The Rawlings one? The workhorses. That's what they're called. The workhorses. I love them. I love them so much. But they, they, they rip so quickly. Yeah, mine rips. Yeah. They rip so fast. I've never gotten a hit in game with those. I don't use it. Oh, I love them. It's just, they protect that little bottom 
bottom oh, that part. part. Yeah, that part. They put they have a little like. You like them. I've been hitting well with my Bruce Bowles, but they're so expensive. I don't know if I'm in yeah. the ball, they serve me well. Big fan of the Franklin power straps. It's like regular Franklin gloves, but mm-hmm. I like the palms are super smooth, and then they kind of have this like triangle strap. Big fan of those. See, I would be. I think I would. I like the Franklins. I just. Well, you, I need. I need that little pad for my for my hand, so I sense. don't get blood blisters. Yeah, because I I always rub the knob against this part of the the bottom like inner part of my hand. Right. You want some content? What? I'll give you some content. You want some content? Sure. So I first game Friday, first A B of the day. Your boys doing my 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 leadoff gig. I think I take a couple balls. You I hit the out. triple. We talked about this. That's the third I had today. So why don't you calm down? Okay, then you let off with a walk. Listen, you just listen. Okay. Yeah. So you got Lead out. You got out. No, shut up. You did get out because you went one for three with a triple. And a walk. And that, and you said the walk was the last at bat. Okay, can I explain my bat? Yes, explain it. Bert, I take a ball or two. I see an outside fastball, and it was not did not too. It wasn't too firm. Um, I'm early on it. Take a big hack. It's kind of squib it foul, right? Mm-hmm. I looked at my bat looking at the logo every single time, but I didn't know my bat was broken on the other side of it. Because oh, my that, God. And like, you could, you How could do you not know? You could, it, I didn't hear anything. It was like a crack on the... I'll post a picture on our Instagram. Yeah. It was like a crack on the on the cup, and it was like, it was like a little... It, it's very cracked. Like I can't use it, which is unfortunate. The worst mm-hmm. stick... WS243, best bat in the world, best bat I've ever swung. Shout out to Warstick. Wow, wow, wow. Best, That's a big statement. Best wood bat I've ever swung. Because the 243 is a little bit, it's an end heavy model. This was end heavy. There's just a tiny bit less than normal. Felt amazing. The wood feels so good when you catch a barrel. My favorite bat, um, it, you're sold out because it's the best bat in the world. But, uh, yeah, I hope I get a new one. I've been swinging the dovetail after that. Anyways, going back to that at bat, it was broken. I finished out the AB. I got walked. I'm running to first base on the team. I said, yo, I think you broke your bat. I'm like, no, you're joking. You're lying. The bat was broken. Had to swing at 32 the rest of the game and then got some 33s after the game. But, uh, yeah, uh, that, that's what Uh, you like your orange batting gloves. So I think that kind of wraps up the pod, kind of wraps up our little product review. Today was an important episode. We caught up on a lot of different things. And yeah. uh, we talked a little bit about our seasons kind of coming to an end. I have another one, uh, luckily. And then we go straight into off-season mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think next week, we'll know really how we're going to attack the off-season so we can go. Yeah, I think we go into, we're going into like showcase off-season training yeah. mode. So it'll, it'll be a, it'll be a good mix. Right, so we'll we'll talk a lot. We'll talk a lot then, and uh, yeah, we'll kind we'll of see go in. you guys Friday, I guess. Yeah, Friday. I'm not going to tell you who we're interviewing because I'm not sure yet. But I'm just going to tell you we're going to have an amazing interview um, with somebody. We have, by the way, by the way, 
we have people just all the time asking me like and I and I was talking to somebody I forget who it was I was like oh yeah I don't know did did you know I have a podcast because it, it was like someone brought it up and that he was like yeah you were you promised me that I was gonna be on it and I was like oh whoops <laughs> like I forgot about that um, yeah I promised I promised a lot of people. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I promised. I, I told everybody. 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 Like three. Like I think it was like a few people at next level that that, that were like, oh, they were like, you give me a lot. I was like, yeah, for sure. And My we, teammates asked me, and I was like, no. Well, your teammates, not not, not big time yet. Sorry, but I just said no. But anyways, hopefully in the future they'll come in the pod. Mm-hmm. A lot of new interviews um gonna kinda come soon. So we're gonna try try and maybe mix it up, drop a midweek episode, maybe drop a double pod sometime, just mix it up on you guys. So just be on your toes. Be ready. Be ready. Content different series coming out soon. Uh shout out to Shout out to everybody for listening. Make sure to uh, follow us on Instagram, our personal accounts, Locker Room Media, uh, In and Out Pod. A lot of awesome content to come soon. And uh, I'm just super stoked. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, the outro music. Let's go.